Hello, this is your boy Ocho, and welcome to the Health and Swell Podcast. Welcome back to another Wednesday episode of the Health and Swell podcast. Harris is back. He's been replacing Nick, and I think he's going to stick around as Nick is out uh, planting them trees. We're going to get Harris on to talk about different stuff every week. Last week it was on Egypt, and this week it's more modern topics. We um, dive into politics. We dive into current world affairs. And specifically, we want to know why... Is it a bad thing to have emotions be involved with politics? The answer, and so much more in this episode. Check it out. Hey, Justin, I'm here, finally. How, how, how is the sushi? I'm um, just about to dig into it. I mean, it looks pretty good. I'm very satisfied. They give me more than I expected. Oh, that's always good. Honestly, I can't do sushi unless it's all you can eat. I feel like I can eat an unlimited amount of sushi. Dude, same. Sushi's the fucking best. It really my is. Best friend's, yeah, like for my best friend's birthday, we got like, or they bought like, like 75 pieces of sushi and that's all we did. We just ate sushi all night. It was insane. That's sick, man. Yeah, man. No, I'm, I was supposed to have sushi the other day, but my buddy actually, for his birthday, his parents did like a social distancing type party. Mm-hmm. So, so like they actually had it set up pretty well. Like everyone was, was keeping their distance and stuff. But uh, we were supposed to have sushi. We ended up barbecuing instead. But uh, man, I was looking forward to the sushi. I was like, I'm just going to go off on it. I feel you. So, I how you doing, man? Sushi. Are you, right. um, yeah? Not I'm boiling not- today. Boiling today. It's disgusting. Yesterday was actually hot, but it wasn't very humid. But today was just today. It's was... it's it's like living in a fucking like rice like rice cooker. It's disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. Like I went outside to to get a little bit of sun today in my backyard, but mm-hmm. like max it was like twenty thirty minutes, and then I just mm-hmm. went inside. I was like, it's too much. Well, you do you have air conditioning? No, I do not, because I'm a yeah. poor. Because <laughs> you're a poor. Yeah, we got a bunch of fans, but that is not cutting it. Yeah. Poor no. little Frank was all like sprawled out and stuff. Uh-huh. Now he's got water set up all around the house, so he always knows where something is. Yeah, that's poor little Frank. I think I'll be all right though. But so I guess it's a good segue because you said you are a poor. Yeah. I guess that's what you wanted to talk about today. You wanted to talk about how basically. The biggest thing that people should be talking about, the biggest concern is how poor people are pretty much the ones at most risk and rich people are not at all for this coronavirus crisis. Coronavirus crisis. And you wanted to talk about politics being a little yeah. more empath- empathetic? Yeah, so I'll start with just the, the coronavirus thing. Because um, specifically, like, you hear a lot about people like wanting to open up and stuff. Who asks to open up? Who is championing the cause? I mean, apart from a billion and a half Twitter bots who aren't even real people. <laughs> who wants to open up? The answer is Karen, Rand, Joe, all the people who can afford to work from home, but right. want their regular conveniences back. And right. who has to provide them their conveniences, such as ice cold beer at Applebee's? Who has to provide <laughs> them fucking uh, their good old shopping experience? Poor folk. Yeah, it's the people, it's the poor folk. They essentially want to sacrifice the rest of us just so they can get back to their normal, which it just it is 
it isn't even our normal. Like, no, I um, I think it's what what's really troubling me is that you have people like pretty much also begging to go back to work, but the reason they're doing that is because they can't afford to like get food and basic necessities, and that's why they like need to go back to work. Like in some like, and to me that's just like that's a huge problem. Like mm-hmm. if this doesn't like you and I don't even agree on the same thing. Uh, all, uh, we don't agree on everything, but I, you know what I come to realize, dude? Mm-hmm. I come to realize one thing. Like if there's two things that I hate, it's colonialism and capitalism. That Those two things need to die. And I don't know, man. I feel like with this, if this doesn't show you how poor capitalism is, like just capitalism, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to compare it to other um, ideology. I'm not trying to compare it to like communism, but just capitalism. Look uh, what it does. Look what it fucking does. Because like, even okay, look, man. I know you don't like big companies, but even like, let's say Simon's, you know, a pretty, pretty well established, um, a department store. It's uh, probably gonna have to go under, and it's like basically pressuring the government and begging them, like, please let me open up, or else I'm not gonna be able to like. And it's ridiculous. It's all these rich people basically saying, we need to open up or else we're going to go under. This and is what people like, have been saying for decades, that capitalism yeah. is unsustainable. We had like the longest running bull market. I'll, I'll admit, I don't know what the fuck a bull market is. I'd love yeah. to Google that real quick. But <laughs> from what I can tell, that is a good thing. The longest running good thing we have, and then it crashes immediately upon a pandemic. Like, Yeah. Well, to be fair, people have been saying there we were due for a, a crash due to the fact that it's been the longest running bull market. Okay, I, uh, I, but, I got I got a bone to pick with that. Like we're due for a crash. Like I'm sorry, is a crash okay? No, it's unacceptable. This this screws millions of people over. It screwed it. It screwed so many people over, man. It's ridiculous. Like like if I wasn't extremely privileged, I would not be attending university today. Yeah. That, that's fair, man. Like, I'll give you a personal example. Like, yeah. my my dad worked a very hard job pretty much every day, so he could build me a big college fund. By 2008, I was pretty well pretty well set. My family were happy. We're paying off our mortgage and shit, and shit. Housing bubble happens. Boom, gone. My entire college fund, my brother's college fund, gone. In the blink oh. of an eye. Yeah, right. So for 10 more years, my dad had to sell his soul to corporate America. In those 10 years, I pretty much didn't have a dad. It was very unfortunate. The relationship is still strained to this day. All just to send me to college. And now I've been able to realize how much better I have it than so many people. And God damn, am I happy with that. But it's capitalism took a dad from me. It took so much more from others. And at least I get to have my dad back by the end of this. Yeah. Then that's the thing, man. Like, I don't want to sound crass. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't even realize what's about to happen. Like, I, 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 I really don't even think we've even scratched the surface of the economic collapse that's about to happen because of what of, a, of basically being unprepared for a pandemic uh-huh. and all and. And that, that's what I've been concerned about from the beginning because it's like, if you really look into it, you're like, oh, shit. Like, there's some really sketchy stuff. Like, you know, obviously, you know Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, holding on cash, man. He's, like, selling stocks and stuff. Like, it's – I don't really know a lot about this, man, but it's looking like so many businesses might just go under. And this is what I think is, is sign for hope. I don't think they'll be able to bail out everyone this time. I really don't. They won't. No. And that's what you get for letting rich people keep all the cash. The point of capitalism, according to Adam Smith, is to keep the capital flowing, right? As long as money moves around, everyone makes money, everyone gets money, everyone becomes relatively profitable, right? That sounds good. We love that. We love the idea of capital moving freely. But when it stagnates, as it does, this happens. We all get fucked. Money, yeah. money compounds on its interest. Money, more money makes more money. Yeah. 
And if it doesn't get moved, no one gets it. If the economic base doesn't have any money, no one can make any money. Am I, am I making sense? Yeah, no, you're totally making sense, man. Basically, like, I, yeah, it's possible. For you, it's like, this system is just the... We're, we were given this idea idea that yeah you you can go and you can make money and you can you can become this and you can become that but it's like the banking system literally keeps us poor everything is literally set up to keep people reliant on the state reliant like reliant on corporations to be slaves dude and I think that's something we can agree on man but we are not it's slaves really bad. like slaves as in like unwilling slaves like you know like freaking is there any such thing as a willing slave though like just just think about that no you know what i mean you know what i mean i'm, I'm not saying this right but what i'm trying to say is like maybe not maybe slaves not the right word but you know like basically reliant on the the fact that they need to go work a 40 hours sometimes often like more hours in worse conditions and they have to do that just in order to have food and a home, which to me just doesn't make sense. And I think for a lot of people our age, it doesn't make sense. It absolutely doesn't. And you're, what you're talking about is an indentured servitude. There you go, indentured servitude. Exactly. Which is different, but they're, they're, the difference between indentured servitude and slavery being one, one asshole owns you. The other one, you get out of it after a determined point in time. One, mm -hmm. you don't make any money. You don't have any property. The other, you do. Yeah. It's also important to realize that, like, when people talk about how the Irish were slaves, they were yeah. they were indentured servants. Which okay. is, that's not to say it was good. By all means, indentured servitude is disgusting. But it's definitely, well, that's good. You I, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was, like, I, I'm sure I've heard indentured servitude, but it's good you, you cleared that up. But it's just like, here's here's my thing, Harris, and mm -hmm. this is where I will disagree. Like, there's going to be a push for this Green New Deal, right? Yeah. Like, just like, and I think there's some good to obviously be more sustainable. But if you actually read that stuff, dude, I don't really – I still think that's going to serve corporations and the elites and everything like that again. Of and course. I really, don't think, I, I really don't think it's the sustainable way forward. I really – like, you know what I think is something that people should start doing – is like we need to start. I'm I'm against globalization these days, man. I think we need to, in, in a lot of ways, move to more local community localization, and that I think is very sustainable. Well, rather than, yeah, globalism and community-based thinking aren't mutually exclusive. Right. You can do both. You can be insanely mm -hmm. focused on your community. You can do a community garden. You can have um, animal husbandry all of this stuff at the community level, but interconnectedness is fundamentally important for humanity. Think of, right. think of all the greatest societies we've had in the world. They were built on trade and the way they got wealthiest, yeah. the way they became most prosperous is through trade. Right. Interaction with other people. Um, why did the Silk Road exist for so long? Why was it universally respected because everyone knew that we can make money off this. And this is a good thing. Right. Globalization and interconnectedness is a good thing. And honestly, let's be real. People yeah. who rant about globalism as like some sort of bad thing. Yeah. Smells like nationalism to me. Yeah, no, though. That's well, that was going to be my next point. Like I agree with what you just said, man. I think it's just, we can we can be better globalists or we not globalists. We can be better better working together. We can be better at globalization. And I feel like yeah, I don't think I think like when it comes to food, when it comes to things like that, I think it needs to be more localized. But think about it this way. I agree. I mean, we, even like what we were talking about last week, man. We were saying that like these ancient civilizations were trade or likely trading and all that. I mean, I think it's very true. Yeah, we definitely need uh, we need interconnectivity. And also, um, what's your thoughts on the idea that if we do become too too localized in everything, then it could lead to war and conflict? Well, because it'd be like a competition. That's, more. 
that we we've we don't need to like postulate that that happens resource yeah. scarcity yeah, exactly. is it, it's just the name of history man and the reason why we've had in some ways and not so much in others why we've had less conflict over this past century is because of increased trade right because now think of think of the earth like one big community we all need yeah. the city we all need to support our building we all need food we all need water and we all need power and different areas have different abundances of different things. And the best way to make sure everyone grows, like I'm going to continue with this metaphor and like go into a garden one to make sure everyone yeah. grows. Everyone needs to support each other. Like take the three sisters, like how I brought it up last week to you. So you've got right. the bean stalks, you got the beans on the ground laying uh, like big broad leaves covering the ground, make sure the roots are safe. No, sorry. The, the squash on the ground covering the stalk, covering the, the roots of the corn. Corn grows high and uh, right. keeps, the, keeps the squash shaded. Now, also, the corn is where the beans grow up. See? All of yeah. these play together for a rather vital ecosystem. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a good metaphor, man. I really like that. One of our I think it's true, man. I, I really feel the... I feel, I feel it, Harris. I feel there's going to be a fundamental change to how we do things as a human race because of this. And I think it's up to us though. Like if we don't, I, I, I don't trust our governments to lead us that way, man. I really don't. I don't think they're the answer at all. We need more direct um, so democracy. That's, that's the answer. Pardon? We need more direct democracy yeah. or at least direct, direct Republicanism because like, do you think, we, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Or, or at least more direct Republicanism. Because let's let's be real, democracy requires equal participation of every citizen, which is just not the case. Not everyone can go no. vote on every single issue. This is why, um, at a at a anything higher than like a small community level, republicanism is necessary because you need to elect official officials. Because I don't have time for that shit. Nobody has time for that shit. But you also need a personal mm -hmm. connection with these people. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's. I guess that's also a good segue. Um, I feel, I think my answer to trying to get more empathy and more personal connectivity to people is I actually don't. I don't think we need to operate under this dualistic or whatever you want to call it. I don't know how you would describe it under this system that we have, where like politics, we have governments that. Like, we, we must have some regulation, but I don't know if we need this, like, system anymore. I don't know if we need to be ruled by some sort of government in the same way that we've done it, you know? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, partially. So how does this connect yeah. to, um, to particularly empathy in politics? I'm, I'm not seeing the connection there. What I'm trying to say is, like, I think the, funda I think the biggest problem is that... Um, it's not that politicians don't necessarily care for us. Is that by virtue of them being in this political role, they can't care for us, like at all? They can. It's, it's part of being human. It's the the problem is when people yeah, set well, it aside. I I, I, yeah, I agree there. Um, I'm more wanted to talk about like I'd, I'd like to continue on this, but I also wanted to bring up the topic of um, particularly how how opposed to, how opposed so many people are to. Um, emotion in politics, um, identity oh, okay. politics. Too. I misunderstood you. Yeah, sorry. That's well. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. That's a, that's a very interesting topic as well. So, I see a lot on the internet about people telling others to calm down, don't let emotion affect you, which is some bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Right. These politics is it's inherent to everyone, and anyone who says they aren't political, uh, has the insane privilege of not being worried about the status right. quo. Right. Were I not a queer person, I would have no need to be worried about status quo. But that would be, that would be speaking without empathy at all. Right. It's, it's important for you and I to realize that people have it a lot worse than us. Yeah, And 
when, when policy doesn't reflect that empathy, when policy doesn't represent our populace accurately and doesn't respect its angry voices and, or angry and scared voices, we've lost the point and we aren't protecting our people the way that we need to. Right. We aren't providing them safety. And to par like right. to use the phrase, like American phrase, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, if your people aren't safe, they can't pursue life, liberty, or happiness. Right. Um, and particularly on identity politics, how would you like it if someone, every time you saw them, called you the wrong name? Yeah. You'd hate it. You'd right. fucking hate it. No, it, it, dude, I, I totally understand that. That'd be horrible. It's and it bothers me when when people say corporate identity politics like, like this like huge awful idea like wow this is destroying America destroying our culture destroying Canada like no it's not people are just asking to be represented correctly in our society this is not an issue right. you're making a big deal out of it you're a poos the um the and sorry. I've lost my train of thought. I got, got wasabi in my oh, no. got wasabi in my nose. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, oh no. So, do you have any response to that? Because I lost my train of thought. Because the fucking wasabi, man. Oh, green um, devil. No, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, like, again, though, I I truly I truly believe what where I think the biggest issue is is that we have a system that just pretty much completely ruins it for. Any any working class person, any pretty much anybody that's not the, at the top or in politician, and yeah, so that that would be my thing. It's like I I, I don't want to see more emote like and sorry back to what you also said about people attacking you for like um, for using emotion or attacking someone using emotion in politics. That's just like a buzz. Retort of the right wing. I it absolutely is. Like the long, so emotionally, that's an ad hominem attack, isn't it? Isn't that like similar to an ad hominem attack, or it's like it's a logical fallacy? It's. So it's like, I don't even know if it's a logical fallacy or not, but it's fucking stupid either way. I and people. Yeah. What bugs me about the phrase ad, when people use the phrase ad hominem, like it's it's often misused. Yeah. Like an ad hominem yeah. attack is. You are attack, stupid no? because you are wearing a gray shirt that's right, okay. so that's to be... because it's because yeah. of what you're doing versus you are stupid right. and you are wearing a gray shirt that's not ad hominem mm -hmm. that's just me being yeah. mean <laughs> okay yeah people people love calling people out on the internet for using logical fallacies like who who cares like... <laughs> man like <laughs> i'm guilty of that too a couple of times but most of them i know i haven't memorized but you know I do feel straw man arguments are, are used pretty much all the oh, time. Oh, absolutely. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's really bad. But, um, and then, yeah, back to the, well, no, 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 I'm losing oh, my train. Sorry. But, no, 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 it's fine. Um, I, I, I do, I, I, I just, I would wish that the government had our back, man. But it's like, I think a lot of people want to believe that the government has their back. But I, I, I gotta be honest, man. I'm completely turned out. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see myself ever trusting the government or anybody really to do what's best for my life anymore. Like I feel like there has to be, like I said, like okay. So here's my question: What regulation would you like to see come from the government? Like, what should be the role of a government in the post-coronavirus world? I'd like to see public business. Um, regulation. Right. I'd like to see um, absolutely expanded welfare. This this notion that a welfare state is a bad idea is some bullshit. Like until pe until people stop being poor, or at least yeah. Like I don't. The welfare state should not stop. No one, no one deserves to starve or suffer just because they have less money. Like I can't <laughs> believe that some people don't believe some people should live because they don't have money or they weren't born into money. Like how inhuman are you? It's just doesn't make sense to me either, man. I could never understand that. Man. I'd rather like, like 
Ever. People always talk about like, oh, they're, they're like lounging off your tax dollars. How do you feel? I'd rather like have a million freeloaders stealing my money and living than have one person die because I didn't, because they couldn't afford it or they didn't qualify. Like, totally. Life, totally, man. I agree with you. Life over money that. every time. Life over money every time. And, that, and right now we're, we're, we're like, we're not thinking no. that at all. I mean, my thing is too, it's like the people that are actually, even if you're going to look at people that are going back to work, who are the people that are even more likely to catch a disease? Are people working in, in like, you know, warehouses, mm-hmm. working those low-paying low jobs, yep. like, like you're seeing the CHSLDs? People working retail. These are the people that are more likely to even catch the disease. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's really unfortunate because, like, we, we differ on, like, I, I do think, like, if we're talking about, like, trying to get the actual immunity towards this virus before the vaccine comes out so that we can get a lot of people... Um, the the uh, antibodies or whatever. Yeah. And you like obviously you want to open up the economy. You want to open up the social. Um, you want to open up back a bit and try to get back to some sort of normal. But I would have done it, and you can comment on this if you want. Everyone's pretty chill with you know the hygiene rules, the social distancing rules, the mask thing. Like even I, I'll, if, if if I'm going somewhere that. Uh, is indoors and requires a mask. Of course, I'm not going to argue about it. I'm going to put on a mask and I'm going to do do my, my duty as a citizen. But it's like, I feel like instead of rushing to open things back up, uh, up what they could do instead is not roam around in their pop cars yelling at people who are outside. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if they wanted to get us a little bit back to normal, don't rush to open up schools. Don't rush to open up the economy because you want to make money. Think of other ways to make it a little, like, mm-hmm. Make it safer to be outside, yes. you know? Make like make it so that people can actually enjoy like here, I'll t- I'll tell you the truth, man. I um I went on a walk the other day and I ran into mm-hmm. someone and without even thinking, we like embraced. Ooh. Right? And and I know, and then after we both were like, oh mm-hmm. shit. And then and then we just like, you know, kept going, but it was just like it was so natural, dude. Like like without even thinking, you yep. know what I mean? Because it is such a natural thing for humans to do, but like immediately after it was like, oh shit, that's crazy. And it's just like, so yeah, I mean, I don't know what you think about that, but it's like it, instead of trying to just open up stores and stuff, like, dude, man, the, the lineup for H&M, like I swear, dude, I'm pretty sure it's in LaSalle now. People need to stay home. Like, it's just, I get that it's boring. People need to stay home. I get that it's boring. I'm bored. Yeah. But, would yeah. you rather destroy the economy by having everyone die? Would you rather swamp well, the healthcare, I mean, healthcare system? Let grandma die. Let let anyone that you know die because they don't have space, don't have ventilators. All of these things. Right. I I am getting I'm going stir crazy here. I hate it. I want to go outside. Yeah. I want to see my friends. Just last Saturday, my uh, coworkers invited me over to their house. And I wanted to go. Yeah. Boy, did I want to go. I felt awful yeah. not going. But you know what I did? I did my goddamn civic duty yeah. and I stayed the fuck inside. <laughs> right. I feel you. But like, here's here's my, this is where I, I, I want to say yeah. a couple things. Like, being outside is probably the best thing you can do to protect yourself from the coronavirus. Like, there's a difference between, you know, going to hang out with 20 people outside than just going on walks and going outside and going to a park and enjoying the sunshine and getting that vitamin D. And like this disease is nowhere near as, as scary or as bad as we thought, which is luckily we're very lucky. So it's Dude, like, people are, if we're going to try to, yeah. Have you, have you seen what people, what happens when people have to go on ventilators? People are dying. Like, yeah, 88, 88, yeah, 88% of people that go on ventilators are dying. It's actually probably wasn't the right medical intervention, which is what we learned. They learned. Like 100,000 people have died they, in the United this, States. This is worse than we expected. We thought this was going to be a bad flu. It's not. No, 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 man. This is like they thought it was going to be 3 to 7% death rate, and now they're saying it's going to be at most 1%. So it's definitely, it's nothing like the flu. Like it's, it's no matter what, even in the most like, the most uh, optimistic scenario, it's, it's worse than the flu, and this is a tragedy. It's just like 
for me, maybe this is my preference too, but I just don't get why they're prioritizing things like freaking stores and stuff like that and trying to open up the economy when it's like, you know, make public outdoor spaces set up for social distancing. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, because I, I don't like I don't like the 1984 shit with the cops. Like, they're not really trying very hard, but it's still weird, man. It's like, stay away, like six feet. It's like, I don't know, man. That 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 scares me. It scares me a lot because it's like, I just feel we're we're focusing on the wrong things right now. And it's like, here, one last thing, and then I'll let you comment. Like, I'll, I'll send this to you on on uh, yeah. on Facebook. Uh, a Chinese study came out, and it says a study on infectivity of asymptomatic SARS-CoV-2 carriers. And then the conclusion was, in summary of the 455 contacts, which is a decent amount for a study, um, none of them were, were like got this disease. So that's like a good thing, man. If asymptomatic people can't even pass this along, like, I, to be honest, my rant really comes down to one thing. I, I want it to be safer to just go enjoy it, get that vitamin D, go outside. And I don't want people to think like, oh, I need to go, I need to go yeah. to H&M or I need to go to the store. Or I need to do this. Like to me, that just. Here are the places that should be open in my I opinion. Grocery stores, yeah. hardware stores, yeah. depaneurs, banks, electronic stores, because shit needs to be fixed, you know? Yeah. Uh, public parks with, with strict regulations, masks on, soap wherever you can, have a staff at the park so that you can, you know, keep supplying, like, masks. Hell, if we could supply the public masks, that would be great. If we keep hand sanitizer everywhere. Yeah. If we could enforce social distancing. Not by the police, just by, like, you know, like a fucking park warden. Like, some dickhead with a tent. Like, please stay six feet apart. Like, and not ask it like, a, like, an, author- like an authority thing. Because, as we know, people hate authority. Just as on a personal level, please do this for yourself, do this right. for your friends, do this for the people down the park. It, we all know it sucks. We all hate it. All of us, except for the rich right now, yeah. are suffering and we all hate it so fucking much. We yeah. also need to provide for our people. For, the, for all of us who shouldn't be working, and I'm, I'm going to say right now, restaurants should be closed. We should be closed. Like, yeah. d- oh. delivery drivers, they don't deserve this. Um, they don't, like, yeah, like, they're, they're like fucking rats. Like they, they will bring disease into your restaurant without even meaning to. It's not their fault. It's it, it's yeah. goddamn customers. And the restaurant should be closed. We should yeah. be paid. Uh, and if we, we should be honestly, we should have been pay, being paid hazard pay. Um, we, yeah, as I said, we should be closed. This just disappoints me so much. Like we're we're only making bad decisions hey. here. Just because people want money. No, well, that's the thing, dude, man. Like, you're not going to like this, but, like, this is 2020. But even locking down when we locked down, looking, like, way too late. And by locking down, we probably caused more damage where we could have, again, like, we could have, I don't know. And, then again, you could say this in hindsight all you want. But it's, like, I feel like since everything that that has happened, everything that our governments have done to try to, to, try to help us, has been an utter failure. It's just been utterly making it, making our, like, it's just so clear that, like, if we don't stand up and make a change now, no matter what you believe in, you're not going to be able to, to have a good life, man. Like, that's like, the way people I already don't have good lives. And, yeah, honestly, we, if we hadn't, if we'd locked down later, I can give you a great example about what would have happened. Look south. This is what happens in America. Like, South is America. Yeah, well, that's a vitamin. yeah, yeah. Th- that's probably a vitamin D thing too, though. God damn, it's not like, even vitamin D. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like, the, if you look at every single, every single this, this is legit shit. If you look at every single country, no matter what they did, the the virus has like about a hundred days thing. Like, even Sweden, Sweden is like, well, like even Sweden, basically the virus did the exact same thing. It, it hits its peak after about like 50 days and then it sort of comes down. Now there's differences and stuff. And when I say we, we lock, we have to do something when we lock down. And, we, and again, they didn't know what to do. So what else are you going to do? But it's like, if you look at Taiwan, they locked down and, and closed their borders. 
way in advance and not totally like pretty much stop the disease from ever getting there. Yes. And it's exactly. just like, you know, well, we, dude, like I, dude, I have to find out by calling freaking Quebec who had only, who had really hadn't started reporting cases from California to, to, to be told like, yo, you, you probably should come back home. Like I, I can't even get toilet paper at home. Everyone's going crazy. And it's just like from the beginning, either we, everything's just been done so poorly and with the wrong decision, like bills not getting passed right away because there's arguments between the, the Democrats and the Republicans. And it's like, oh my God, like, isn't there a system to just like get people their money in a time of crisis? No. Like, Within, within within like an hour? No, this like, is the Republicans' fault. How? how they, they don't want you to succeed. Yeah. They want you to suffer. They, yeah. I heard something. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I, I fucking hate the Republicans. Like, just just now, it's it's sort of it's compounding now. Just not like yeah. we used to say that Republicans are spineless, but they're not. They're not spineless. Yeah. They stand for a very strict set of rules, and that's fuck you, poor people. Fuck you, who it, who's not anyone who's not me. Yeah. And it it makes me mad because I can understand that. I, they also ruined the name Republican. Like, well, wasn't the Republican Party actually like all about freedom? Back yeah, in the day? and then uh, fucking FDR happened, and then the party switched. Yeah. Goddamn Dixiecrats yeah, went I Republican, heard... and the Democrats went. Uh, Democrats went. You know relatively left. Yeah. But the Democrats are like, see, this we agree on too, like Democrats are also pieces Absolutely. of shit. They Both are the cowards. They're, they're all, like the only difference is like Democrats have the social, so, social, like socialism of part of it that are like, they're more caring. Democ- Democrats caring are caring a bit about They people. don't care. They do the same shit well, as they Republicans, they, except they, they appear to be more they do a bit more of a dance. There are about three more gay yeah. people in the party, a few more people of color, yeah. and sometimes, yeah, it's, it's sometimes a, they post a really good vine about chilling in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> That's it. They have AOC. Even I like AOC. I don't agree with her, but I do like her. She seems like uh, I I like, and I'm not. I'm I'm basically like I like people that are like loud and will like make an impact on the world, whether I agree, agree whether I agree with them or not. I appreciate those people, and I feel like AOC does that. So anyway, that was she just does, a little... but she uh she's being cowed by the yeah. establishment. I'm not fucking happy with it. Yeah, I that yeah, no, like I didn't know if you agreed with that, but yeah, that is what is happening. It's really unfortunate. The, but... the pledges of party loyalty that the Democratic Party requires, I hate it. I hate the fact that in, in order to yeah. vote in the state of Colorado, I have to be registered with the party, and you are goddamn sure I'm not going to be calling myself a Republican. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, I'm, I'm against this Democrats versus Republicans, left versus right. Like, the, the, rest, the left versus right I, I, dichotomy is very important because let's just examine some basic ideas that each one, that, like, basically left versus right stands for. Let, let's. Yeah. I, I want to hear what you have to say about it. Like, what what does the right stand for? Let's let's talk about that first. The right stands for, um, I guess, like um, stagnant society, not much change, a uh, small government, um, economic freedoms. Basically, the way what that's that's what I look at it. Like, I guess that's what the right stands okay. for: uh, nationalism, uh, independence, stuff like that. Okay, and it, it basically represents the status quo, as you're saying. Or, and what is in the status quo? Are you satisfied with the status quo? No, it's exactly I hate it. I hate the status it. quo represents yeah. oppression. It represents cops killing right. black people willy nilly. It represents hate crimes right. left, right, and center. It represents uh, yeah. a a complete fundamental lack of respect and dignity for women. It represents the oppression of women entirely. And it is, and the right wing right. is entirely reactionary to anything that seeks to better people. Right. For instance, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you an example of right wing in the past and right wing current. I'm going to give you right wing current first. Yeah. So 
Freedom of Marriage Act. The left, left wing is like, yeah, go ahead. Be married. We like that. Right wing, oh no, marriage is between two people, between a man and a woman. Yeah. It represents, which is some bullshit. It's a, it's sign your name on a dotted line so the government can tax you appropriately. That's what marriage is. Boom. And I'll give you a classical example. So I took a few weeks ago, I talked about the grain dole. Remember that? Yeah. So do you know who is in favor of the grain dole? Land uh, reformists, people who we would now consider left wing populists who are, uh, concerned with uh get, with, with empowering the people and uh that's how they gained political favor the conservative faction however was against that they didn't want people to have food they didn't want the urban poor to be well fed and no. they they vilified it saying it, it went against roman freedom right. that sounds eerily similar to what we have today the thing is, the, the cons conservative factions always talk about freedom and independence, and, but they, they don't actually respect freedom or independence. They want to do whatever they want to do, and everyone else can suffer for it. They want freedom right. from consequences, and they want freedom to do whatever without regard for any, with any other's well-being. Right. So this dichotomy is extremely important. You don't have well, to consider yourself left wing to just not be yeah. a right winger. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of what how I've always felt, and I'm like, I feel like the core of the left is will always be right because it's 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 like you said, it's against the status quo. My issue is like I don't think I think the left wing has totally lost itself completely, and it's like I don't associate with the left anymore. I definitely don't associate with the right. I associate myself now with this weird political centrist class that aren't like regular centrists who like like you, you always say they're cowards. So but it's like I, I associate cowardice. It's cowardice. Yeah. I, mean, I, I associate myself with this as this like non left winger, non right winger. It's like most to me, so many of the things that I believe with the left, to me just shouldn't even be questioned. And I just don't feel those are those aren't political issues. Like, I feel like everything's made political when, when it's just like, it doesn't need to be. It could just be like, no, that's how we do things. Like, it's not even a question. The reason like, it's political like, is because people don't yeah. want others to have it. That's the reason. Well, that's, and until everyone has Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I'm frankly fucking yeah. confused. But here yeah. I am. I still got to do my fucking just desserts. Yeah, well, I think by just talking about it, man, we're... We're making a difference in the world. I truly believe that. I think that's how things change. People just enough people just get together and start organizing and talking about things. People get change. mad enough. Right? This is why emotion is important in politics. Because you yeah. get fucking mad enough, you get shit done. Angry Always. gets shit done. Always, man. This is a. I don't know if you know a lot about like the civil rights movement or and all that, but um, this is just a random question I thought of. Have you ever looked into like Martin Luther King? versus let's say Malcolm X and who, who was, yeah. So what's your thoughts on that? Because from my understanding, like Martin Luther King was more of a involved with the establishment where Mal Malcolm X was the true grassroots movement. I, would, I like wouldn't that. knock either. Martin Luther yeah. King well, was, was a nonviolent protester. He, yeah. uh, he was committed to nonviolent protest. He was a community activist. He was a in many in many regards a socialist. He worked with workers. He worked on uh, strikes, yeah. and that was one of the reasons yeah. he got arrested many times. Yeah, but that's nothing to shake a stick at, and it doesn't mean he's wrong. No. He just did stuff differently from Malcolm X. Both are totally. necessary. Well, I don't. I have nothing against Martin Luther King. I just I thought that 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 was an interesting um, argument. I guess you can say. Where it's like, I don't Keep in really mind, know much about it. Martin Luther King was a pastor. Turn the whole, turn right. the other cheek. That's his deal. Yeah, and not turn the other cheek in a in a passive like, oh, you can hit my other cheek sense. It's in a more of a try it fucker sense. Yeah, like it. That's that's 
one of, like one of the most insidious. No. I got something to say. Like in the American school system, one of the most insidious narratives is mm-hmm. Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X. It, in many cases, it pits uh, Malcolm X as this fucking demon, like oh, this terrorist man who was like later, like oh, he realized that nonviolence is is better. <sighs> Sorry, burping. Which is which is which is bullshit. It's still bullshit. They were different revolutionaries, yeah. same cause, different methods, both yeah. equally necessary and to be respected. Totally, no, I, I definitely agree. And I, there's a, um, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, "Do the Right Thing." Did you ever see that movie? Oh, I feel like I recognize this. Yeah, this is a Spike Lee film from the '80s, late '80s. Really good. Yeah, I, really I have watched fifty percent of "Do the Right Thing." Yeah, it's, it's easily one of the best made movies of all time, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, at the end, it ends with that question. And then it's kind of like they both, there's merit to, to any revolution, I agree. I think that's very true. But that, that was just a bit of a, a, random, a random question. Um, there's something else that I actually just wanted to talk to you about, now I'm forgetting. But it's like, if we're going to move forward, dude, like, yeah, this is what I was going to ask you. Do you think we're headed headed to a war, like a, glo- a big glo- global conflict? Because uh, Ocho, we're humans. Like- war is always yeah. on the horizon. It's up to us to uh, avert it. I don't want a war. I think. Why did we go to war? Like, why can't that be something we don't do anymore? It doesn't make any sense to me. Because like, someone powerful has something someone else powerful wants. That's the reason. Yeah, but that's like a. Bo- I'll, I'll say this: like nothing against the boomers now. I mean, anyway, but that's like a boomer thing, man. Like this idea that's a colonial, that's a colonialist, capitalist shit. Like we basically we've just been colonial, colonialist pigs for over a hundred years, even longer, and it's just like enough's enough now. Like we don't need to go in and destroy everything. You're right. Like why? Why can't we just? Why can't we just? Why can't it be like? Well, we're just going to be freaking awesome people and not kill anyone unless, well, not even unless, like not kill anyone unless um, like that person is attacking someone else, let's say, and it's for the safety or whatever. But like, why can't we just, I, I, I truly feel, man, Green. I'm getting excited now. I feel this is the fucking, yeah, agree, I agree. But this is, this is the opportunity, man. This is the opportunity to finally say, you know what? No, we're not doing this shit anymore. Like, uh, that would be lovely if everyone got, just got together and stood up, but I, I doubt that it's going to happen because we are a fragmented people at best. And yeah, so sorry. I, I, as much as I'd love to see more unity, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I don't think there's going to be going to be like one epiphany for our for our communities that's just like th- that's it, we're done. <laughs> We've we've been too yeah. we've been too cowed by capitalist bullshit. I think that it's going to take a lot more than this. We we might not see a revolution in our time, and I'm resigned to that. Well, I uh, maybe I'm optimistic, but I disagree. I think it's happening like live. Here, I want to ask you one thing. Back to like why I also I get a little perturbed <laughs> by politics and the, like how we define politics today. It's like, you know, I question a lot of things. Like, I question, like, I'll, 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 I'll discuss anything. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not, like, I'll be called a Nazi for even trying to suggest the, the mainstream narrative about climate change. And if you actually listen to what I'm saying about climate change as an example, like, I'm not denying, uh, pollu- I'm not denying anything really. I'm just questioning some things. And I feel like what happens in society, and maybe this is, just something I've noticed, but I feel a lot of people get attacked for questioning the status quo by people on the left who are all about questioning the status quo. And it's just like, it's back to what I said. There's, there's a difference between like questioning the status quo and there's, there's stuff that we already know about. That's just an indisputable fact. Like, but that I I, see that's, I disagree. I don't think there's, there's very few, I think there's very few indistinguishable facts there's facts we know now that we think now are indistinguishable, but like in 50 years, they might not be. 
You know what I mean? That that's yeah, why. but that's 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 fifty years job. Like disprove it, motherfucker. Like just yeah. just because you have a question doesn't mean you're right or you're more valid. There's this insidious insidious narrative that since everybody can have an opinion, that makes everyone's opinion equal, regardless of expertise or experience, which is just false. Right. Like, yeah, but then no one's no one's listening to scientists during this coronavirus, like at it's, all. It, it's like, insane. Stop it, you nerds or lack of nerds, you brainlets. No, I'm talking about the mainstream media now, man. They are not reporting, for the most part. They are not reporting. There are tons of doctors and scientists who have questioned the mainstream narrative on this whole coronavirus thing, and they're getting silenced, or even worse, they're getting censored for not listening to what the World Health Organization says. And I got to be honest, man, I don't trust them either, because to me, they're just as bad as the government. What's the World Health so Organization's like, motive for, for this? What do you think their motive is? I, I, I honestly don't know, man, because... I really don't. What, I would like to hear what you think it is. I don't think they have a motive for organizing for these guidelines. Like, it's in their name, They're World Health Organization. And until we can prove some gigantic Deus Ex Human Revolution uh, conspiracy with FEMA and shit, yeah. then yeah, yeah. And we we my my whole thing for suspicion is we have something that we that we like suspect of something. What's their motive? If we can't find a motive, I, it's the best we often drop it because if we don't know what people want, we can't extrapolate on it. Like, for, like take take Elon Musk. Why do you think he's pushing yeah. to reopen? What's his motive? Money. There we go. Boom. Money, right man. off the top of your head. That's like even like like another thing with Elon that a lot of people aren't realizing is he's trying to make it out that he's like the hero of this like freedom movement. You know what I mean? And trying to say that he's one with the people. He's not. And then, and then he's like saying like I don't want to have any possessions. It's like nah, dude, you're just selling things, selling right now because you're timing the the real estate market. He's crash. such a bad cynic too. Like shut up. Yeah. Um, dude, and it's like I said, man, he, he's trying to he's doing some crazy shit that that I I don't see ending well. For fuck us. Elon Musk. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust him. Let's let's do let's do another one. Like where where I'm gonna name a where I'm gonna name a group or a person and you give me their motive, just like off the top of your head. Okay, well, um, here, I, I have for the World Health Organization. Okay, what's their motive? So like, well, I honestly think their their motive is is get, like selling the, like certain vaccines that they're associated with because the second biggest funder of the World Health Organization is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right? So I truly feel like... Okay. Even if their cause is great, right? That's fine. There's obviously some sort of... Like their motive is in order to get the agenda of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is to vaccinate the entire world. Now, we don't, like, I, I'm not even arguing about the whole vaccination part about it. It's more just, like, that's where their motive lies. Okay. Right? And so, then they also so, seem to be supporting China, so I don't know. So then, second question. What is the result of the the motive? Like, so, so, uh, we, so the world health... vaccination. More vaccination. Force, force vaccination. Force. Okay, so what's bad about? I don't, I don't, and what I is the downside that, of that? What's the harm? Uh, force vaccination is 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 a violation against medical sovereignty, in my opinion. Like you, I'm not getting like, dude. I'll be honest. Like, I will gladly give my children vaccinations for polio, for all of the things that vaccinations have done wonderful things. But like, when it comes to things like the flu shot or the a coronavirus thing, like. I, 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 dude, like, I don't want anything forced on anyone. I, I unless it's like, again, you're, you're working in a, a government body or something okay. like that. And then, yeah, like, if you're doing a certain job, then, yeah, require vaccinations. So it's like, to make sure, that like, from what I understand, dude, like, if you, it, it could literally be what they're trying to do in order to protect the world is they want people that don't get a vaccination have like a freaking digital tattoo so you can't even go out of your house unless you get vaccinated. And that's something I don't want want to happen, especially considering most people are going to get the vaccine, man. Like, most people, like even me, man, I'm pro-vaccine, pro right? Like, even if you question where the vaccines are coming from, like, I'm still pro-vaccine. It's just like, that's, that's, that's my biggest concern with the agenda 
of the World Health Organization or the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Like, that's that scares me, man. That scares the living hell out of me. That's nineteen eighty four. So, so okay, it's not quite nineteen eighty four yet, and we'll 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 address that in a second. Mm -hmm. But why? What's the downside of having everyone vaccinated? I understand that, like, as you said, medical sovereignty is important. I don't even know what the fuck medical sovereignty means, but. Yeah. Say you are on, say you decide not to get a vaccine. You get a disease. Yeah. You do not know it yet. Right. You spread it to people right. who are also unvaccinated or who are also vulnerable, unvaccinated for other reasons. Say they can't afford it. Say it's not provided. Say they haven't been able to access it yet. How right. is it more important of your like choice not to take a fucking vaccine than to endanger the rest of society? Like I understand because I don't think I, I don't think you need the vaccine to, to, to save yourself from the coronavirus. I truly believe the best way to save yourself from the coronavirus would be to take care of your metabolic health. And that's like that's really my, my main opinion. Like we're not talking about polio here. Like wait like, look, dude, that's another thing. Like they keep talking about the second wave. I have a really scary suspicion all of a sudden a second wave is gonna come up when the summer is done and it's gonna be way worse than this first one which will go totally against how this virus has been acting. So that's, that's really my opinion. Like, I just don't think we're dealing with like a, like, dude, I, I would never tell someone, you know, you, you shouldn't get the polio vaccine or you shouldn't get like smallpox vaccine or measles or anything like that. I, like, you know what I mean? People complain about the MMMR. Like, I, I, I think that's fine. Like people should get the measles vaccine, but it's like, when it comes to like a flu shot or the coronavirus or like, there's just, and again, you know what I really think this is, Harris? It, it goes back to my hatred of the system where I think a lot of times with these vaccines, the, the, the whole point of them, the great idea, it's obviously the best idea. It's probably the best, one of the best things we've ever come up with. But I feel like profit is the main goal. And because of that, I think a lot of these products, and you see it, people are, are, are some people get really, really bad negative reactions to hydroxychloroquine? And it's just boom. Like, there we go. Yeah, well, they stop. Yeah, they stop that though. They're, that was a good thing. I'm totally was for that. I, it's the same. It's the same shit, it was bro. Untested. Like, I don't think I dropped the reason it. why vaccines yeah. take years to take to years like you know produce is because they need to make yeah. sure it doesn't or it fucks with a minimal amount of people. Like right. we know it'll never no, be I zero, agree. but it has to be close. Yeah, it's like... Okay, but I've got a question yeah, for you. It's... Do you think yeah. Donald Trump is going to get coronavirus? And if he does, do you hope he dies? Probably. Um, dude, like, if, you, if you're asking me, like, do I hope he dies in terms of, like, will the world be a better mm-hmm. place if he unfortunately dies? Then the answer is yes. But I don't want... I don't, I don't like saying, like, do I hope someone dies? You know what I mean? But, like, it, in terms of what the question means, yeah. There's a time and a place for like, wishing someone and, and dead. The, someone who's already caused harm to people? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Would you kill yeah, baby yes. Hitler? Then, yeah, would you I, kill baby Hitler? Would I, would I kill yeah. baby Hitler? Probably. Boom. Probably, yeah. yeah. Probably you, me, and Jeb yeah. Bush. Would I kill? I would, well, I would just kill Jeb Bush anyway. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, but... but yeah, I know, man. Like, I I hate I hate all these people, man. Like, all of them. Like, I I don't want I don't want no Bezos. I don't want no freaking Bill Gates. I don't want anything. And it's like, so you honestly think, dude, the only way for you, like you or and I or anyone else that wants to not to be involved with this system, yeah, we can make some changes. But like you said, you don't think that we're gonna see some big revolution. So it's like. The only thing we can do is to kind of just be as self-sustainable and as anti-establishment as possible. Anti-establishment as possible, pro-reform. Because right now, before the revolution, all we can do is reform. Like we saw in the French Revolution, the best they did before everything kicked off was reform. And we know it's not enough. I think what's great about reform is it pisses people off because it's not enough. So we can do what we can in the meantime... To make everything better for everything to suck less but unfortunately there's literally there's literally no way around our current system but what we can do is try to make it more Mm -hmm. equitable for vulnerable members of society 
make it safer, make it more accessible, and make it serve our communities yeah. more. Yeah. No, I think so, man. And that's, like, that's on every level, too. That's on community level. That's yeah. on government level, municipal, federal, and provincial. Also, at your universities. Get involved with universities. Don't let assholes such as cut the crap. <laughs> right. uh, I hate what they did. I absolutely <laughs> hate it. What we need in real politics. Agreed, agreed. Man. We need Student politics can't yeah, be a tryout like... for real politics because bad apples no. are bad here. So I, I haven't really, I, I'm officially after seven years or eight years of being involved, I'm like not at all involved anymore. But like now with this coronavirus thing, I, I assuming like elections never happened and all that never happened, right? Or did they? I actually don't know. I know I cast, I know I cast my vote, but that was about it. I think the CSU got reelected. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that uncontested slot went pretty well. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. Hey, uh, I could test it, honestly. But anyway, man. Um, yeah. So um, next week, same time, same Sounds place. Fantastic. At our home. At our home. Yeah. This is real fun, man. And um, I know I got a little conspiratorial with the, but you know, Harris. I'll be. I'll be honest. My biggest concern is the, the destroying the agriculture. Not the system, because the system that we use right now for agriculture is mm -hmm. fucking garbage. But my concern is. I don't want these fucking tech corporations taking over the food and making us eat insects and fucking plugs. Yeah, just like I know that might not happen to us. Like I, I know that might not happen to us. But let's say our like great great grandchildren. I don't want them to get you know? snow piercing. Like, I don't, we want, don't that. want that. No, but it's like I, I promise you, dude. That shit, it's real. Like food shortages because of supply chain, because of again bullshit capitalism, like. Are you fucking Food kidding me? Like, are you fucking black kidding communities. me? Boom. Yeah. We hate are you that shit. fucking kidding me? Yeah, bro. Fuck all that shit. But, yeah. all right, man. So, yeah. Uh, thanks again, man. As always, it was... It was yeah, uh, thank you for having me on. And, uh, oh, last yeah, question. Last question for tonight is a good one. Uh, what's the... Okay, so, three months from now. It's September. Um, no vaccine, but there's a really good uh, treatment so that... Um, most people like going to hospitals, like the elderly and all those people with uh, comorbidities, they, they're, they're not dying at almost almost like yeah. zero rate, right? So you're able to go back outside. What's the first thing you're going to do? Like that would, would break your the social distance. I'm having my birthday party, right? man. Oh, yeah. What, is your, when's your birthday? Is it September? So, okay. So we're going to have a birthday party yeah. for you. It's going to be big. Do you want to hear my plan? So yeah, my favorite bar, plan? Teal Bar, uh, down on Bishop, favorite place. Love you, Jen. Uh, bartender there, absolute best guy. Um, so I have it there. Yeah. Uh, I had my birthday there last year. It was wonderful. So ideally, we'd start yeah. there, go for a few, have a few drinks. I'd, uh, you know, I'd probably provide food to, like, I don't know try to convince my boss at work to make something special for my birthday. Be like, listen, let me help. Let me make this. I'm doing it for my birthday. I'll pay like, I don't know, a hundred bucks for it. Bring food there. Everyone eats. We give leftover. We like give leftover food to like whoever's there, bar patrons. You want something to eat, you can have something to eat. We go play laser tag downtown. Love Boom. It. I love laser tag. Oh, are you bro? Dude, I did that last year. It was fucking fantastic. I loved it. Okay. Boss, nothing is better I'm, I'm than slightly it. drunk laser tag. Cause you got all that drunk energy. Yeah. And by the time you're out, you're all sweating. You're like, God damn, I need a drink. So you go back to the bar. Boom. More drinks. Fuck yeah. And you got all those endorphins. So everyone's I... happy. Like everyone's like smiling, grinning. It promotes a good atmosphere. Then you go home. Then you go back to the bar. Yeah, but... Hey, maybe there's some cake. Maybe you go to a different bar somewhere else. Maybe like do a bar happening up Saint Laurent. Hey, we can, we can call it by here. Boom. Smoke it. Smoke a blunt at the end of the night. During. And Absolutely during. If you think Jerry, I'm not Jerry. busting out a joint and yeah, you want to walk out of laser tag, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you, dude. Man, um, yeah, that sounds freaking awesome, dude. Hopefully, it will be, um, I guess, as soon as possible, but not, um, not when it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like not when the bar is. And I think that's like even for me, man. Like, I just. It's unfortunate, but there should be ways for small businesses not to get screwed over by having to keep their business closed Government and keep stimulus. their employees safe. Yeah. 
Let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope for the best with all that, man. Anyway, Harris, yeah, talk 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 next week. week. See you around, man. Stay safe. Stay safe. At the end of the day, this is an opportunity. I will say it over and over and over again until people realize that no matter how, what you believe in, no matter if you are left, if you're right, you're somewhere in the middle, we need to band together and reject the system, reject the way we have been doing things so last forever, pretty much. Why do we need wars? Why can't there be some empathy shown towards the person? And why do we always have to rely on a government to get things done? Clearly the government has failed us and capitalism has failed us and these corporations and these mega elites have failed us. So I'm urging all of you, reject the new normal, create a better normal. We don't need to go back to where it was we do need a new normal but it doesn't mean we have to continue on this path and uh, I think we're we're finally going to make a change and I'm excited about it so thanks so much for listening to another episode check out my Patreon www.patreon.com forward slash health and swell and go follow me on the social medias at health and swell stay swell guys catch you next episode